Welcome to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. Financial solutions for what your everyday issues may or may not be. You're going to tell me all of the issues that you may have, and we're going to write a prescription just for you. The doctor's session is in order. Welcome to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. I am your host and visionary of this particular podcast. It's such a privilege to be here on today. I am very excited uh, to bring forward to you financial solutions for what your everyday issues may or may not be. Let me just tell you a little bit about myself. I am a certified financial planner by vocation for 20 years, and I've been in the securities industry for the last 30. I am Series 7, 63, 65 and life and health. I am also legitimately a doctor. So we're going to come together. You're going to tell me all of the issues that you may have. And what we're going to do is write a prescription just for you. Today, we have two amazing guests that are coming on. Ms. Tanya Jones, who is a self-employed individual, and Matthew Espina, who just wants to get his financial world together. Listen, let's see how we can help them. The doctor's session is in order. We are truly excited to have our very first guest who is self-employed. The name of her, or her company is Quality Alliance Consulting Group, and her name is Tanya Jones. Welcome to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. How are you? I am doing so well on this beautiful, blessed day. I'm doing very well. <laughs> Good. Now, I am um, excited to have you on today because I know that you're in transition. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Tanya Jones and your business and why do you need a financial solution? Ah, <laughs> I think um, coming out of the nine to five for me was, you know, it was a little challenging. But when I started my business, Quality Alliance, it was all about helping individuals start their own business, grassroots up. Um, being able to partner with them, to walk them through the process of starting what's needed, what they should be looking for, what they should be doing, you know, policies and procedures. So it was something that I had um, knowledge of, and I really just wanted to launch out a little bit more in 2022. And that meant coming out of my home office. It meant, you know, getting involved with some other people that would be helpful with individuals starting their business. The one thing I found was, I know you guys remember in 2008 when we had, um, unfortunately, that, I don't know what you want to call it, but financially, I was hit hard with my 401. Um, and that's one of the things that I have not concentrated on as I came out of my nine to five. Um, I kind of drained it out, um, lost a lot of money, of course, during that time. But I wanted to kind of focus on setting my business up in a way that would help me to be able to, you know, start to, I guess, financially put in back into a 401, thinking about my retirement. And I think that as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we don't really think about that piece of it. We can make money, but I don't think we know how and what to do with it when we're making it and how that money can begin to work for us. And that's one of the ways I wanted the money to work for me. It was in my retirement. 
So you said a lot. You said you're transitioning, you're branching out in 2022. You've moved from a home office into a brick and mortar building. And so let's just break down the financial um, structure in that. Um, Have you had an opportunity to look at the new expenses that you're incurring uh, moving forward in 2022? And have you created a strategy that allows your business itself to expand to accommodate for those expenses? I have looked at the expenses um, and before I even signed on the dotted line, I knew what I needed to make. I knew what the expenses were potentially going to be in 2022 and then how strategically I can put things in place to kind of help. I think I need to get that a little bit more tight, Um, although I got it on paper and I'm like, okay, this is the, the formula. I do think that I need to get it a little tighter because, again, this is new. You know, being outside of my home, this is very new. Um, And looking at the different expenses that I am incurring, I'm like, okay, I want to be careful with that. But I was able in 2021 to prepare for 2022, to put monies up, things that I knew I had to do. What I wanted to do was, you know, pay months ahead on different things. So I was able to do that, which was great. Um, But again, I really want to tighten those things up to look at it in a little, a more financial way. I'm not a financial person, I'm a financial whiz. Um, But I would like to have that backing and understanding, you know what, Tanya, maybe you can do this differently to help you with your business and with the group. So a a few more questions about your finances. Have you been able to separate um, what you need for your personal expenses versus the business expenses? And do you have those expenses segregated? I do not. I do not. And that's, you know, that's something, again, the only thing I was really thinking about as far as that personal part is my 401. I'm getting a little older and I want to make sure that, you know, I'm saving money in that as well. And I have to be more aggressive because I'm in my 50s, of course. So I want to be more aggressive in that area. So I really didn't pull out the personal as much as I probably should have. Um, My concentration right now is just making sure that I have what I need for the business and that I have the reserves that I can go to. So here's a beautiful thing, everyone. Ms. Jones has provided us with her um, financial uh, statements and where it is that she's standing um, in advance of the show. And so I, I'm very excited about being able uh, to guide you in that regard. I, I do have um, one or two more questions that I want to ask you before we put together a prescription for you. And so um, I would love to know where would you like to land at the end of 2022? Wow. I'm thinking about the beginning and not the landing, <laughs> the takeoff <laughs> and not the landing. Um, my my goal is to have 15 to 25 clients a month um, and then how to strategically, again, put that together. I have a plan for that. But again, um, I like it to be a little bit more tighter, but I would like to end this year out with the goal of having had done that or more landed those 15 to 25 clients and those clients be able to be repeats and of course word of mouth because that's the biggest marketing tool you can have is word of mouth so making sure that i'm positioning myself in the in a sense that that word of mouth you know i'm living up to doing what i said i was going to do all right let's drill that down a little further what does that look like economically for you 
that looks like putting together a marketing plan to aim, you know, at getting these clients every month. One more time. Um, and dollars and cents. Let's be aspirational. Yes, I know. I'm like, ah, dollars and cents. That's the thing. Um, but looking at how I can market, of course, freely through social media and, you know, doing some of their, their ads as well. I was thinking that it has to be about $500 to $1,000 at least quarterly for right now to be just marketing itself, getting out the information, doing videos, doing infomercials. So doing those things, just that itself, um, reinventing some things with my website as well. But quarterly, I'm thinking at least that. That's the least. Okay. So listen, here is what I hear you saying. You're kind of afraid to put a, not, a net number to how I much am. I want to save before the end of the year. And so, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to push you on that just a little bit more uh, because we can have strategy and that, that makes sense. And you have it all in your head. But one of the things that in order for us to make this successful and have financial solutions, we want to make sure that uh, we are working toward a tangible goal. So we'll give you one more crack at it. You know you want 15 to 25 clients per month. Uh, let's talk about the dollars and cents that you assess to each client so that we can get to a number that makes economic sense to achieve that financial goal. Okay. Hmm. So each client, if I do the minimum for each client, that's $1,500. So that's the minimum for each client. It can go up to 35. So if I'm doing just the minimum prep and it's getting set up is $1,500. See, so now that's we, we have something to work with, Tanya. <laughs> yes, awesome. So here's here's what I think would be economically beneficial for you, and here is the financial strategy or solutions that may be most ideal for you. Uh, now, our goal is to create a prescription. Uh, and yes. so if you follow this out, I believe that you will find yourself right where it is that you're looking to land. I want to say, okay. first of all, we're excited about all of the expansion and the evolution of your business. Uh, we do recognize that the, um, you know, the financial tumult of 2008 really devastated a lot of individuals overall. And so uh, I want to commend you for your ability to not only stay within the parameters of um, staying in business, um, but just hanging on in there. Uh, also, having looked at your finances, you are absolutely right. One of the things that you have not paid significant attention to um, has been saving in retirement. And we want to change that. We want to change that almost immediately. The first thing that you want to do is recognize the relationship that your, uh, you know, your saving for retirement has with you being a small business owner uh, you know, the relationship that it has from a tax perspective. So the more money that you set aside for your retirement as a small business owner, you're not only reducing your tax liability, it can also help you so that those estimated quarterly taxes that you've been having to pay out, uh, that those can be minimized. So let's make sure... Okay that we begin to take money from the left hand into the right hand. So they're looking at what it is that you provided as well. Uh, you're going to want to bolster up and at least double what you've already been saving. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. and just earmark very specifically 
for retirement. You want to put what you have going in as an employee now in your plan. She has a solo 401k plan for those of you that are out there, uh, but you're able to set aside money not only as an employer, Tanya, but you can also set aside money as an employee. So that will help you to begin to achieve the goal. The next thing that I would do if I were you is I would ensure that I got a mentor. And, and, And the reason why mentorship is very important is because you're evolving the business. You're transitioning into a new position uh, overall. And a mentor will help you to scale upwards, which is where it is that you are right now. They'll help you with not only marketing and things of that nature, but someone in the industry that can help you think broader. You have the concept in your mind, but you know sometimes investing into a mentor pays for itself over time. Mm -hmm. It makes significant economic sense. And that would be the second thing. But I got to tell you, the second and the third thing, they really are closely correlated together because you absolutely must, Tanya, separate your personal expenses from your business expenses. Uh, God forbid, should anything ever happen in the business itself, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're personally not going to feel the, um, the pain of it. And so what you need to do is actually sit down at this beginning stage of uh, where we are and create a personal budget. A personal budget okay. so that you know absolutely what it is that you need day in and day out to maintain your personal household and how to run your household. And then you ought to determine what your business expenses are. And I would, I'm glad to see you operated conservatively, but I would definitely, you know, continue to use the minimum amount that you've been bringing in and give yourself a targeted amount of time to scale that up. So I want 1,500, you know, I want 15 to 25 clients per month. But scale up by March 31st, I want to get here. By June 30th, I want to be here. By December 31st, I want to be here. And then put the dollar amount to that so that you can do one final thing. There's just one final thing that you want to be able to do. Once you complete the budgets for yourself personally and you complete the budget for yourself from a business perspective, you want to challenge yourself to say, at the end of 2022, I would have wanted to save X amount of dollars. That's what I was trying to get you to get in there on. Uh-huh. You know, so, so I want you to work on that number and say, you know what? Okay. By the end of the year, I want X amount of dollars saved. And then what you're able to do, because you are compensated bi-weekly, you divide that number by 24 or, 20, or 26. If it's 26 weeks that you get paid or twice a month, it will be 24. And that's the amount of money that you're committed to saving on a personal level. And that will uh-huh. help you to become financially healthy if you take those things into consideration. Do you have any questions or any uh, anything that you would like to, you know, just ask me about as we are dealing with your financial solutions? I actually, I love that. And is that something for entrepreneurs that you recommend immediately in reference to the personal and the business? Absolutely. And how do you recommend they begin to do that? Just come up with a number? No, not necessarily. Already, you already have um, a sustainable business model that is generating income consistently. And so you must, as all business owners, pay yourself first. And it is out of you paying yourself first and being true to that, that you're able to create your financial um, budget for yourself personally so that you're not okay. in the funds together. Okay. 
Okay. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for being on Financial Solutions. Uh, coming up next, we have Matthew Espinette, a young aspiring musician uh, that is working a traditional nine to five. And he wants to, uh, uh, you know, leave his working environment alone and go into entertainment full time. And so welcome to Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole Matt. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Hi. Thank you, ah, thank you, Doctor, for having me. Good morning, everyone. Don't be nervous. We're just going to dissect your entire financial life and come up <laughs> with a healthy plan that makes you financially free. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt? Hi, uh, well, I'm my, my name is Matthew, as we already said. I'm 37 years old. Um, I work in the IT industry. I've been in the field. I've been working there for the past 10 years, 10 years or so. Um, you know, I make a decent living, but one thing about me is that, or oh, we, but I would say, as black people in, in black black families, we were never taught. At least I was never taught how to man, money management. We, we were taught how to cook, how to clean, maybe sew, sew a shirt, but we were never taught. At least I was never taught how to save a dollar, save a penny after every after getting a dollar. Um, or even how to manage that, how to pay your bills on time, you know, credit, you know, all that stuff. So as I started, you know, making more money, well, you, you know, you, you get your credit card, you get, you, I started just splurging. I love to shop. I love Macy's and I like nice stuff, you know, and it started coming to a place where as I was like, okay, this is not cutting it for me. Um, let me get a second job. And then the second job led, yeah, led to a third job. And then it's like, what I then even I start getting burnt out, you know, me constantly working and the bills are stacking up. You know, mental health is a big thing. And what one thing I want, what I've always wanted to do was sing and being in the entertainment field, as you as you've mentioned before. And this past year, you know, I released my first single, Independently Stupid in Love, R and B. Thank you. And um, I did not know even about that. I could I could start up a pretty much an independent business or an LT make you know make something of it. I just did it as a just to say, hey, let me just say I did it. You know what I mean? Let me hone in on that. So you just decided, you know what, one day I'm gonna make this music, I'm gonna do what it is, and I'm gonna release it, but you had no financial strategy to go along with the fact that I'm releasing a song. Yeah. I was like because I was I, I looked at it looked at it as an expensive hobby. Um from twenty let me see we're in 2022 now, so I want to say 2018, I started working with a producer and I re- released house music with four or five tracks. I never received a dime for those for the for that music or anything like that. And I didn't know anything about publishing, I didn't know anything about nothing about nothing, you know, like that's how a lot of new artists get into these things for just, you know, we were ignorant in it. We went behind the ears whatever um so i i'm tired of at this point in my life i'm tired of working as hard as i as i am as i or hard as i do and i have all these responsibilities i want to be able to see what it is i'm actually doing right now i feel like i'm, I'm taking a bucket of water and just throwing it but it's not going anywhere it's like it's going all over the place but not in a target targeted area I'm so glad you said that because you said, I want to see where my money is going. 
And Matt, I think that you are like a lot of individuals that, you know, you know, you have this comfortable lifestyle, you know, that you have expensive hobbies and things of that nature. So I want to ask you some basics before I come up with a prescription that I think is going to be beneficial for you. Uh, so my first question, and I should say to everyone, Matt provided some information in advance. So I know a little bit about where his financials are standing, but for you, the audience, so that you can glean where it is that he's standing as well. I think that this is very important for you. And so Matt, if you tell us your 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 marital status and uh, you know where it is that you're standing, do you have children or no, or things of that nature? Some information so that that the prescription that I give makes sense for you. So I'm unmarried, single as a dollar bill, dating, <laughs> um, no children. Um, live in the state of New Jersey. We know it's expensive over here. <laughs> and do you have responsibilities where you're taking care of anyone else out there, like elderly parents, young? Yeah, parents, so I assist my dad. My dad, my help my dad with his health insurance, something like that. I pay his like his cell phone bill. Um, you know, and whatever he may need ex extra, I would give to him or send money back home to my family in Trinidad. So you have family at home that you also provide for as well. I think that's very important because culturally we find ourselves oftentimes when we come into a place of success, having additional responsibilities that one may not account for as well. So thank you for sharing that information as well. I wanna ask you if you could look at December 31st, 2022, where would you like to see yourself financially? Not having a monthly overdraft fee of five hundred plus dollars, <laughs> I would like to, and that's me being. I don't, you know, at this point, I have to face the music. You know what I mean? Um, I would like to have a substantial amount of savings. I would like to be able to to, to adequately save. I want to say, okay, so there's twelve months, twelve months in a year. I want to say. If, if if I could say a hundred to two hundred dollars a month, that's two that's a thousand to twenty four hundred dollars annually that I could easily save, and that's a that's a base that's a base level personally. It's a start, you know what I mean, and then move on to something of that something bigger, you know. And like you stated to in the previous, as I was listening to the previous interview, and being able to separate my personal from my business now that I'm doing that because what it is that I'm doing is like my releasing of music is contingent as to how much money I have personally. There have to be a separation of the two, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would like to be able to logically and efficiently, effectively, um, and yeah, be able to separate the two, save for both, because we not, I never know what is gonna come in a rainy day, you know, with the, the, the economy is up and down. I don't know if I'm going to have a job tomorrow, you know, God forbid. <laughs> God well, let's just hope IT sticks around for a long time and that you have some job sustainability <laughs> and, um, and, and, and stability overall. Matt, you have given us a lot to work off of, and I am going to ensure that we create uh, a strategy that makes economic sense for you. Uh, the one thing that I do want to encourage you before I give you this um, particular prescription, uh, I, I want to um, first ask you 
did you complete a budget? Because you've given me your personal financials already and I've been able to see it. And um, you said something that just was very striking that I think, you know, I want um, to illuminate on. It's just like your overdraft fees. Were there any other areas in your life that you saw, you know, that you were, uh, you know, not as responsible financially that you want to rectify as well so we can put this into the financial um, prescription that we provide for you? So. I just swipe. I swipe and wipe. That's, that's, that's my thing. So I want to, like I said, I want to have, I want to be able to create a, a, a budget for my, my, my weekly or monthly spending. Um, so for the, for the month of October, for yeah, the month of October, just for me going you don't out. Have to give us the personal. I just wanted to know overall what you said. You swipe and wipe, and that's good enough for us. I, I, you know, I, I want to yeah, make sure sorry. we're not giving the the, um, the audience too much of your personal information. Sorry. So here's the prescription that I would write for you, Matthew, and I want you to understand. Uh, you know that. Uh, you must recognize uh, that this may take uh, some time. And the first thing I want to encourage you uh, to know is that uh, becoming financially fit, you know, um, I'm so grateful that you were honest with the doctor. When you're honest with the doctor, then they can really come up with a prescriptive plan for financial health overall. And so I think you said a lot of things that other individuals may not say, you know, as well um, as far as where your spendings are going or what have you. And so the first thing that I want you to do is to continue to carefully track your spending, where it is that you are spending your money. It is important for you to know these areas where you have not been as responsible as you would like to be. But along with tracking your spendings, the other thing that I think is very important for you to do is to kind of look at what is due when. Meaning you're not only tracking your expenses, but you know what day that you're paid from your IT job. And because you do have a, a, you know, a very, well, relatively financially comfortable job um, position with a decent salary, if you can just identify which bills are getting paid on this day and which bills are getting paid on this day and tie them around to both of your um, pay dates, then what you will see is that uh, uh, those overdraft fees are coming down. So because what you've been doing is probably looking at, you know, your balance in your account, not taking into consideration what is coming up pending or due. And so if you come up with a strategy that says, OK, I know how these bills that are close to the beginning of the month and these bills that are close to the middle of the month, what you will see is that, um, you know, they will be connected and or tied. It may require of you to call some of your creditors or debtors and ask, could you change the date to your actual payday or the following day? And so what that will do is you'll see that there's an influx of resources or cash because nothing is bouncing. It's hitting up the dates that your actual paydays are done. I think if you start there, you will see that everything else will fall into place probably more seamlessly than you um, can imagine. I think your financial goals are, are easily attainable, which is a beautiful thing because once you stop giving it to overdraft, you now have a, a certain dollar amount to be able to save. And so the second thing that I would do before
before I even get started in um, saving with after-tax dollars, I would maximize my resources uh, that you have because you do work full-time in IT. And so because of that, your company has what's called a 401k. And so one of the things that you want to do is begin to invest in your 401k, make sure you're taking the company match, and voila, you are saving. That's a beautiful thing. Not only are you saving, you're saving and investing. I had opportunities to even look at the benefits that you're offered. And I want to say that you seem to be very responsible when it comes to paying bills and expenses. And that was the one thing that illuminated in my mind as I evaluated your situation. So here's the other thing. We're going to mask those additional savings as a bill, as an expense, and then you'll be on target to be able to achieve the financial goals that you have. Now, you just started off where you wanted to uh, take your expensive hobby. Number three, the thing that you have to do with the expensive hobby that you went and you released the song, congratulations, you actually did something. And so um, I want to commend you for being able to pursue your life's purpose. I think that that's important uh, to have, you know, not only just life, but to enjoy it as well. And so since music and music production is your passion, uh, you want to ensure that you are creating the infrastructure for that business. And then uh, there's oftentimes a benefits for being a small business owner. Now, you've given me some insight that at the end of 2021, you were able to do that. So I want to congratulate you on that, but continue to study the business model as to what is the benefit for your business. You're in a different position than our previous caller because you have to make capital contributions into your business. So whereas the self-employed individual is pouring money into their personal um, you know, their personal expenses, you're the exact opposite. Your primary income is coming from your nine to five job. And so what you must do is ensure that I'm making capital contributions in this business endeavor that I have with the hopes of creating revenue there. And so in doing that, you want to make sure that you have identified how much and stick to it. Now, understand, I know something great is going to come up, or you're going to need something else, or you're going to want to work with this producer, but you must stick to the capital contributions that you're pouring in from your nine to five into your business as you're just getting things off the ground. If you begin to do those things, you'll find yourself in a position where now your financial picture is beginning to improve. The other thing that I want you to do is that this year is going to be a financially transitional year for you. It is going to be foundational. So I want you to take it easy. I know that people, once they get excited about getting started, they, co they come up with these grand designs that can be oftentimes overwhelming. If you set aside these minimum things that we're talking about even now, then not only will you land the year at... Um, you know, being able to achieve the goal that you've desired, but you'll see that your foundation is much better improved. So I can I can see that your net number at the end of the day 
can be higher than the $2,400 that you're indicated simply because you're willing to take the steps to not only uh, uh, invest in your 401k, but after tax dollars as well. And so I believe that you'll have the ability. The last thing that I'm going to say, this one is personal, uh, but I want you to understand it is very, very important. And this is for all individuals that are out there that find themselves in a place uh, where you're taking care of parents or siblings or extended family members. Oftentimes, I will have to tell clients, you need to have a pool of resources for that because sometimes you can be the successful individual in your family dynamics and then everybody else, culturally, we come to you. And so you want to make sure that when that pool is exhausted, you have to say, I can't do it anymore. And saying no, especially to family, can be overwhelming. But that's the prescription that I would give for you today, Matt. Thank you so very much for being on Financial Solutions with Dr. Nicole. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to say thank you to Tanya Jones and Matthew Espinai for sharing uh, their situations with us and we being able to provide them with a prescription that will help them uh, achieve their financial goals in 2022. If you desire to sit with the doctor just for a little while to get your financial affairs in order, Everyone wants to be financially healthy. We're able to help you. All you need to do is just reach out to us and let me be the doctor. My hours are open. See you next week.